Hello, and welcome to Heaven's Point of View with BJ. We pray that you are blessed by today's program. And now, here's BJ. And let's pray, okay? Dear Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to be able to come and minister. And Lord, I ask that you would help me to speak this morning, that you will open up my tongue to be able to speak the words that you would have me to say today. Let the people be blessed and encouraged by the word in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right. Um, so today I wanted to talk about renewing our minds. Um, and, you know, I was preparing for something that's coming up really soon. You're going to see some advertisement about it. Um, I'm going to be hosting. I'll go ahead and give you a little taste of it. I'm going to be hosting my first women's retreat. And so in preparing for that, preparing for um, our subject matter, um, you know, the Lord really put it in my heart about renewing our minds. A lot of women who have been through traumatic situations, through abusive situations, um, through struggles with their weight, uh, just all these different things, their mind is the battleground. Um, you know, those that have had eating disorder, you know that the mind is the biggest battleground that you have to deal with. And so, you know, I wanted to just kind of touch on it. It's, it's an in-depth thing that you talk about, um, but I just wanted to kind of hit a little of the high points about it. You know, I know many of you have probably had somebody in your life um, or you may, it may be you that have had situations where you've been in an abusive relationship, whether it was a dating relationship or a marriage. And, and you've wondered like, how do they stay in this? You know, why is she letting him beat up on her? And why is she letting him speak that way to her? And, and all of these things, you know, that people, you know, say, and you don't realize that a lot of times it begins with one statement. For me, it began with the statement. And I, I remember the day vividly. <clears throat> it began with, you're not wearing that out with me, are you? And I thought, well, I guess he doesn't like this. So I'm going to go change. And I went and I changed my clothes because he didn't approve of what I had on. And then it just built from there. Um, just one comment after another. Oh, your hair isn't looking all so great today. What, what, did you do something to it? You might want to go fix it. You know, what's, what's the matter with your face today? You don't need all that makeup. Take all that off. Uh, with, with in, in all these little, little comments began to change my way of thinking. And so you wonder how a woman can get to the place to where she can stay in the relationship where a man is beating up on her. That's how. And that's what the enemy does to all of us on some level, in some way. He begins with really small comments that stick in our head and it becomes a part of our thinking and it becomes a part of our um our life, you know, whatever environment that you have allowed yourself to be a part of, you know, when you allow that to, to get into your mind, it becomes part of you and it changes your mind and your thinking 
from one state to another state. And so when we talk about renewing our mind, it means taking what had been changed from one state to the next and making it new as it was in the beginning. And now we can't do that in ourselves. Of course, we don't have that ability. We just consistently just let the, the stuff pile up, you know? Well, if he says I'm stupid, then I must be stupid. If he says I'm ugly, then I must be ugly. If I have, they say I don't have any talent, then I must not have any talent. If they say I'm selfish, I must be selfish. All these things come into your mind. But see, the Lord wants us to have his mind. He wants us to have his thinking. And if our mind is too crowded with the, the world's thinking or with somebody may have planted in your head, then the word of God is not going to have room up in there, right? You know, the world tells us, well, you should look this way. You should act this way. You should be tolerant for this. And you shouldn't go to that kind of church because they're a little too radical or they're too extreme. Or, you know, you should be way more laid back than that. You know, all these different things that the world tells us. And as we allow the world's thinking into our head, what happens is we begin to act like the world. We begin to act like whatever environment we have allowed into us, just like the abusive wife begins to act like an abused wife, because that is the environment that she is in. And that is what she has allowed um, to influence her. So, you know, we've got to be very careful on how we allow things to come into our minds and influence our way of thinking. The world is wanting to come in by way of television, by way of social media, by way of the news. I mean, the news is trying to mold the way you should think and the way you should act. And when we allow too much of that in, it begins to weigh us down and we find ourselves getting depressed and we find ourselves distancing ourselves from you know the Lord and from his word and from church and from the saints of God that are around us. And so we need to remember that it is more important to saturate our minds with the word of God. And that's in the form of the Bible, in the form of praise and worship music, in the form of being in church it's one thing to sit at home and watch church on television. And I understand there are many, many, many who can't get out to church for whatever reason. They can't. But if you are of able body and there is a church that is preaching Jesus, you should be in church because the body of Christ needs what God's put in you. And if you're at home, they're not getting it <laughs> and you're not receiving the full benefits of what being in church can give you. A lot of you may be lonely and, and looking for fellowship, but you can't give fellowship if you're not in church. And if you're getting fellowship only at work, then you're getting whatever the work is influencing on you. And if your only fellowship is family members that are unsaved, then you're getting that influence on you. You've got to get in 
the word of God, saturate yourself, surround yourself with the word, with the word of God in the Bible, praise and worship, teaching. Uh, YouTube has many, many, um, you know, things that are encouraging as well as all the other junk. <laughs> it has some really encouraging music, um, preaching, teaching, of course, SBN. I know many of y'all have SBN on 24 seven, you know, feeding that, not just your mind, but your spirit, your spirit is listening. Even when your mind might be resting. Um, my mom likes to play the, the Bible, um, reading the Bible while she's sleeping. She'll have it on. Sometimes you can walk past the room and you'll hear the word of God just playing and she's knocked out. But her spirit is being fed that whole time. So we want to make sure that we are being um, very consistent with that because otherwise the enemy is going to take whatever advantage that he can to destroy you, to destroy your life, to come in to discourage you in whatever way that he can. In Romans 12, verse 2, if you um, you know have your Bible, you can turn there. <laughs> Romans 12, verse 2 says, um, do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is good, pleasing, and the perfect will of God. So we have to renew our minds, not only so that we can have sanity <laughs> and we can be healthy uh, spiritually, but because that's how we are able to discern the difference between right and wrong. There may be things that you're questioning about your future or um, your present, you know, what you're dealing with on your jobs, uh, uh, your children, um, you know, helping them go from, you know, being a teenager into an adult and trying to figure out how do I guide them into this? How do I bring up my children in this crazy world that is teaching so much crazy things? stuff. Am I supposed to homeschool? Am I supposed to send them private school? Am I supposed to put them in public school? What am I supposed to do? All these questions that you have in your life, when we are renewing our minds, the Holy Spirit is making our, our, our mind and spirit available to hear the word of God. Okay. So if we want to understand and discern what's good, because some things look good, but they're not good for you, right? Some things might be good for others, but not for you. And you have to know the difference. You know, this friendship might be okay on the surface, but God may know that down the line, that relationship or friendship could pull you away from him. And so he says, no, you need to cut this off. And how would you know that? By having your mind renewed daily so that you can discern what is good? What is pleasing to God? God's going to let you know. You put that outfit on, you get ready to go out the door, and he's going to say, nah, -uh. go back inside. Put on some clothes. Cover yourself up. <laughs> you know, God's going to say, oh, no, you don't need to go there. That's not the place for you. You know, don't eat that. You know that your high blood pressure is, is crazy right now. 
put that down. You know, his Holy Spirit is going to give you that discernment so that you know and that you can, you know, um, know what is good, know what is pleasing, and then know the perfect will of God. What church do you go to? I guarantee you, people say, I don't have any good church that's preaching the gospel in my area. Have you really checked every church? Or have you checked a few? I mean, because I know some people live in a rural area where literally there might be a Catholic church here, a Jewish synagogue down here, <laughs> and, you know, nothing else. But I know that there are believers everywhere. And you might have to start your own little Bible study in your house and, and bring church to your home, invite people over and put SBN on the television and create a church where you have fellowship with one another. You know, the Lord can give you the wisdom and the knowledge of knowing what to do and how to do it when we are constantly being renewed. So God says, do not be conformed to this age, to what's going on around us, but be transformed. Our whole life is changed. When I left that abused relationship, my life changed. I am not the same person, not at all, not even a little bit. I'm so completely different because my mind was completely renewed. I don't think the same way that I thought then. I went back. I allowed God to take my mind and take all the the thoughts and the anger and the bitterness and all that stuff. I allowed him to take all of that out of my mind, renew my mind, wash it, cleanse it with the word. And I became a different person. The definition for renew is giving fresh life or strength <laughs> to revive. And that's what God did with my mind. And we need him to give us fresh life, strength, and revive us every single day because the days as we go through them, they're hard, especially now. It's hard, but God can give us that strength and that fresh life. It also means to replace something that has been broken or worn out. I was broken and I was worn out, but God completely changed me and replaced my thinking, replaced that within me. So he made me new again. Amen. All right, let's turn to Ephesians. I want to go to Ephesians um, 6. And this is one way that I personally, you know, um, I ask the Lord to help me do this every day, put on that full armor. Because the days that I don't, I, the enemy fights me hard and I don't like it. So, I try to make sure that I'm fully clothed <laughs> in the spirit, fully clothed. So Ephesians 6 verse 10, finally be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. He is warning us that if we don't have that armor on. That's part of our renewing and washing of our mind. We will be tempted by the devil. He will come with some plan because the Bible says he has come to steal, to kill and destroy. So we don't want that. 
Um, put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of darkness, against evil spiritual forces in heaven. So that person that's at work or living in your house, um, they're just being used by the devil. And if you are fully covered in your armor, it's not going to bother you. Amen. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist the evil day and have and having prepared everything to take your stand. So again, we have that same thing about here. It says, so that you may discern what is good and pleasing here. It says, so that you may be able to resist. So if you're discerning it, you're knowing that it's coming and you're seeing it, you're recognizing it for what it is through that discernment. And then you are resisting because you have the power to resist because the Holy Spirit has um, is within you and you are covered with God's word. So it says, stand therefore with the truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest, and your feet sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith, which can be extinguished which can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation, cover that mind, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer request. Stay alert. Now I'm going to reread that for you. And I want to read it in the, the King James this time. And it says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. It'll give you the strength to do that. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand. Therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, which wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with perseverance and supplication for all saints. So as we begin to, um, you know, allow the Lord to work through us, we will find our mind changing. We will find where, you know, we're not thinking the same way and, and we're not depressed the same way we were. And, and all these things began to change and God begins to renew our mind as we wash our mind with the word of God. As we, um, you can do that, put the Bible on if you have to work put some ear pods on and have the Bible just playing while you're working, while you're cleaning the house, have that music playing, 
have the teaching playing, have the the word constantly washing your mind. It's like Clorox. It like makes it spotless. It's amazing <laughs> what God can do with our mind. So I want to encourage you to renew your mind. Let's get rid of the stinking thinking, all the junk that's in there, all the things people planted in your mind, telling you, you know, throughout your life, you know, that you were ugly or you'll never change, or you're always going to have this problem, or you're always going to be the, forget all that. Get in the word and see what God has to say. I mean, he's the one who counts anyway, right? It's what he says that makes a difference. It's not what anybody else says. It's not what you said. It's what God says. So let's get into the word and see what God has to say about you. Because God wants to change your life. He wants to change your mind. He wants to renew you. And he wants you to be able to minister to others. And you can't effectively minister to others if your mind isn't renewed. Amen. So let's see what God does in your life, just as he has done in mine. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, I thank you for this word. And I ask that you will make this word plain to the hearts of those that have heard this morning, that you would minister um, the encouragement that they need, show them ways that they can get into the word um, more often, more effectively. And Father, I ask that you begin to renew their mind, that they remember to put on the full armor of God so that they can resist the tricks of the devil. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for what you are doing through this broadcast. I thank you for what you are doing through uh, the word of God for these people. Lord, right now, I just want to pray for those that have been sick, Lord, that you would go into the hospital room, uh, go into that home, wherever they may be, Lord, and that you would touch their bodies, that you would give them a word of encouragement to know that you are the healer and that you still heal today, that you haven't stopped doing your mighty miracles in the mighty works. No, you continue to heal and restore. Father, I ask that you would bring healing, complete restore, restoring of their bodies and of their minds. Those that are dealing with mental issues and anxiety, depression, oppression. Father, I ask that you would minister healing to their minds, Father God, that you will begin to wash their minds with, with your love and your hope and your joy and your peace, Father, that they will begin to realize that they can live differently when they have that fresh renewing and washing of their mind, Lord. Father, those that are going through financial situations, financial struggles, Father, I ask that you will make a way where there is no way. Father, that you would bring finances um, from places they would not even imagine it would come from and that they would only give you the glory and the honor for that, Father God. I ask that you would take care of every bill, that you would take care of every need. 
whatever it is, Father God, I ask that you would take care of it, Lord Jesus. Father, I speak hope and joy and peace to your people today, and I ask that you bless them in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about BJ Ministries, you can go to www.bjministries.com. We look forward to being with you again next week.